Bonjour and bienvenue to Lulabelle's Francophiles. Je m'appelle Lou and I'm here to keep your Frenchy vibes going and help you to lose yourself in France without even leaving home. In this podcast, we chat about our French experiences with guests who live in Australia, France and around the world and share ideas for how to connect to the Francophile within you. Aujourd'hui, I am thrilled to be chatting again to our regular favourite French correspondent, Marbella Me, Sarah Swick from Be My Guest Immersions. Coucou, Sarah, ça va? Coucou, Louis, merci, ça va et toi? Ça va bien, merci. Now, recently, we celebrated Bastille Day. At my place, we had mm. a special cook-up with my partner, Paul, making a coq van to celebrate. What did you do this year? Uh, this year, we were not lucky with the weather. Uh, it was quite cold and mm. rainy. So mm. we had a little celebration at my parents' place. Mm. And they do that every year. They started maybe 20 years ago, uh, this traditional Bastille Day lunch with all their friends and the family. Uh, but this year, because of COVID and because of the weather... We were only 12 people instead of 30. So it was just with Les Proches. Yeah, Les Proches. Now, I noticed in France that the holiday is not referred to as Bastille Day or not even Jour de Bastille as non-French French speakers might imagine. Is that right? That's right. We don't call it Bastille Day. We call it Le 14 Juillet. 14th of July, or just uh, La Fête Nationale. Right. So the first time I heard Bastille Day was uh, in Melbourne, <laughs> and I was wondering what people were talking about. And of course, I realized uh, quickly, but I never heard that before. We never call it Jour de la Bastille uh, en France. No, which is amazing because we have never heard it as foreigners, and we've never heard it being referred to as anything but Bastille Day. And it, it's such a huge deal uh, for mm. the French-speaking people in other countries. But potentially, with the exception of Canada or some other French provinces, it's called Bastille Day rather than 14 Juillet, oui. which made me realise I'm learning all the time. Brilliant. <laughs> so tell me the history as you learn it in France of 14 Juillet or Le Fête. National or Bastille Day, as we foreigners call it. You know, maybe that's why we don't call it Bastille Day, because everyone in France knows what happened on the mm. 14th of July. Mm. Uh, it's something you learn at school and something very important to us. So that's the day we became free. Mm. So we just ended the monarchy and the people oh. of Paris were very upset. They go to, to see the king. <laughs> And they went to Bastille prison to free the prisoners because Bastille was the symbol of the monarchy because the king could decide who was going to prison. Uh, and sometimes it was very unfair. He just decided like, okay, I don't like you. <laughs> you go to prison. Why? So the people of Paris built their own army uh, to fight the army of the king who had the Swiss Guards, les gardes Suisse. Ah. Uh, the Swiss had the reputation to be the best warriors in Europe. That's why the King of France went to to get them in Switzerland. 
and brought them back to Paris. So once they got the army, they needed weapons. So the people of Paris went to la, la prison de la Bastille because they knew that they could find uh, powder there for right. the cannons. Right. And they wanted to destroy it to, as a symbol to end the monarchy. Why? I know when I've gone to visit Versailles, you get a real sense of the opulence and the excess that the monarchy was portraying and living in and also mm. what the other wealthy people of France of the day, the way that they lived. I can absolutely understand why people who were starving in the street got enough of that and decided mm. it was time to fight mm. back. It's very moving to see that people now, all of these years later, what is this year, 233 years or something from mm-hmm. when it started, and that's just wonderful to think that it's treasured, that effort and the fight that people had in them to actually break mm-hmm. free of that and fight back and not accept that and say we deserve better. The fact that that's still treasured today, I think, is just a wonderful testament to the French spirit. It's quite lovely to view from an outsider and a foreigner looking mm. in. Right. So in saying that, that I like to see that it's still treasured, that's the way it appears to me. Is, in fact, the history of the day something that is still common to reflect on or is it just a day to have a holiday and a party these days? It's both. So uh, we... We will never forget this uh, history that mm. is very important to us. Uh, as a reminder, don't forget that we fought for our freedom. Mm. But it's also a nice time to party, to celebrate with your friends, family, uh, to dance on the street, to go to Le Bal des Pompiers. Uh, oh, wow, Le Bal des Pompiers. Yes, good time with your friends and family. I love that tradition of La Belle de Pompier that you told me about. I love it when you told me that there are grandparents that still say, I met your grandmother at the Belle de Pompier, which is <laughs> on 14 juillet. Oh, that's mm. so funny. So do you think that the day holds more significance in the city than the country or is it just as important everywhere? Of course, the celebration is uh, is bigger in the cities. And I think you also on TV or on internet, uh, the fireworks mm. around the, the, La Tour Eiffel in mm-hmm. Paris. It's mm. very impressive. And there is um, uh, like a topic each year. It's important to talk about uh, the topic of Le Feu d'Artifice uh, in Paris this year because it was about freedom. The topic was La Liberté. And it was a celebration for everyone to, uh, to be able to go out uh, again um, to gather with their friends and, and family and to see everyone, to be able to meet with the people we love. Oh, how wonderful. So that was this year's topic? Yes. And what was the name given for that? Uh, la Liberté, just La Liberté. It's a great thing to have a focus like that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Right. You can go anywhere in France, even if you go to the tiniest town in France, there will be a celebration for the 14th of July. So it's oh, very important vraiment. to everyone. And yes. And even the fireworks. We have one here in my town, which is not big. Uh, it's very important, the fireworks. <laughs> oh, I love a good fireworks. It's fabulous. <laughs> right. So how do you remember celebrating Couture's Juillet as a child? 
I remember the fireworks, of course. Mm. Uh, I remember going with my parents and meeting my friends uh, to see the fireworks in my town. And then I remember this celebration at my parents' place that they had every year. Yeah, I think they've been doing that for 30 years. <gasps> wow. <laughs> so usually you would have more people than what you had this year, I imagine. Yes, yes. Uh, I know this year will be a little different. What is the usual way to celebrate now in these modern but pre-COVID times? Is it with a great big party like that? Uh, I know there was a concert in Paris. <gasps> Way. There was this big free concert, but, you know, there was nothing in my town, but usually there is um, a celebration mm. and there was nothing last year and nothing this year. So hopefully next year you get to go back to that usual way of celebrating. That will be fabulous for yes. you all if you do get to do that. Now, alors, <laughs> I normally oui. ask for a recommendation to share a recipe on the Lulabelle's Francophiles Papatage de Podcast or Podcast Chat. Is there a special French dish that you would like to share with us today that you might enjoy on 14 juillet or Bastille Day? I can't think of any special dish, but, you know, like for the Tour de France, because it's summer and because it's, it's very warm, so you don't feel like eating too much. So what's your favourite? If your mum said, right, it's 14 juillet, I'm going to make something for a starter, what would be your mm. request? Ham and melon. <gasps> really? Vraiment? <laughs> oui. Together. Oui. Oui. What's a favourite summer dish that you like to cook? At the moment, I just cook, I cook zucchinis <gasps> because we have heaps of zucchinis in the veggie garden. Oh, how lovely. What's the dish you make with your courgette? Uh, I made um, courgette, une tarte à la courgette. Tarte à courgette. Ah oui, une tarte à la courgette. Mm. <laughs> oh. I just make up recipes, oui. you know, oui. for change. Oui. So oui. I did that last time. I had these yellow zucchinis. They are really good. Courgette jaune. Ones. Courgette jaune, courgette verte. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have some uh, mint on my balcony. Ouais. I grow mint on my balcony. Ouais. So I just took some mint and I think just two eggs from the, everything from the garden. Oh. I didn't buy anything for this recipe. And oh. this is so good. That's what you can do in summer. You don't buy anything. You just uh, go to, the, to your veggie garden and you look what is there and <laughs> just cook <gasps> what you can find. I don't eat a lot of meat. Uh, and it's it's good. How very unfrench of you. <laughs> I know. I I eat meat, but you know not every day. No, I know. I like to I think I'm a, I just became a flexitarian. <laughs> <laughs> flexitarian. <laughs> flexitarian. Voilà. So I eat when I go to the restaurant and uh, sometimes if I have um, people with me for dinner I can cook meat, but otherwise in summer I just eat eat uh, veggies and fruits and uh, mm. things from the garden. And we have um, a poulailler oui. with chickens. Oui. So we can oui. go and get uh, fresh eggs every morning oui. for the tarts. It's perfect. It sounds <laughs> just idyllic. Oui. I think that it's... Uh, very simple. Way. But Way. Very nice. Yes. It also means that at the moment you don't need to go to the shops with the virus everywhere mm. around you. So mm. it's a lovely, safe way to live too, really. Yes. 
And you know, we swap. <laughs> we do as people used to do a long, long time ago because we don't want to go to the shops too often. And because we have this year, we have a lot of peaches uh, ah. and a lot of plums. So I'm going to make some jam with my mom and mm. some sorbet. Mm -hmm. And we swap uh, with our friends because some of our friends have pears or apples or mm. melons. So we just, uh, we swap our, our fruits and vegetables to have um, different things to eat. And it's good. Oh, how wonderful. You are describing <laughs> the kind of French life that I think a lot of us would like to be living right now. And, of course, we will get back there to enjoy that with you at some point, which will be just marvellous. We might put a lovely tart recipe or a couple of tart recipes on the website, one with mm -hmm. courgette, because I know you've made that. Yes. So. I normally also ask for a recommendation to share some French music on the podcast, but aujourd'hui, I want to share something with you instead. This is a wonderful live concert recording of the concert that you just mentioned was held this year on 14 juillet. And this is a performance by popular performer who we've also had on the Lulabelle's podcast before. Previously, he was recommended by lovely Emily Gordichon, who is the real Emily in Paris on Instagram. This is Ibrahim Malouf, who is a brilliant trumpet player with his arrangement of La Marseillaise as performed in the Concert de Paris on Bastille Day this year. So I hope you will enjoy that, Sarah. I will, mm. I'm sure. I don't know this version, but I love the trumpetist, Ibrahim Malouf. He's just wonderful. And it's yes, only, he, he only just, what, how many days ago is it? We're recording this the week after Bastille Day. It's, you know, only just occurred. And it's quite a moving piece. It is really, really mm. lovely to watch. So, merci for joining me to chat about one of your most important French days with me today, Ma Bellamy Sarah. I just love our petite Merci papatage. Oui. Merci à toi, Lou. Merci encore. Et au revoir et à bientôt. À bientôt. Now, this song is a little long, so go and grab yourself a cup of tea or un café or peut-être un vin rouge and sit back, <laughs> close your eyes and let the beautiful music just flow over you. Here is a very moving version of La Marseillaise.
Ibrahim Malouf with his arrangement of La Marseillaise. I must highly recommend you to go to the Little Bells Francophiles website and click the link there to view the actual performance in concert. Malouf's soulful trumpet at the start conveys the quietness and the sombre seasons that the Parisians have just been through. Then the voices of the women, men and children come together to rise up and they just ignite their collective spark, symbolising to me the reignition of life that's come into Paris. And finally, the symphony of children playing trumpets who join in with the orchestra and Malouf at the end. It's just overwhelming. I must admit to being quite overcome at one point watching it. It is a beautiful piece. I hope one day to be back in France to celebrate Bastille Day. This year in Melbourne, unfortunately, the planned celebrations were cancelled as we find ourselves in the middle of another COVID lockdown. If you are a Francophile listener from Melbourne, there are a number of French restaurants doing it tough in lockdown number five. So please, if you can support them by ordering takeaway or apote, as said en Francais, many of them purchased much for the Bastille Day festivities last week and will still have a glut of stock such as mustards, wines and cheeses that don't spoil quickly. So if you're in Melbourne, check out my Insta story where I have shared a number of these Melbourne French businesses to support. Alors. Say to a cellophane aujourd'hui. That is all for another Little Bells Francophiles episode. Merci for spending this time with us today. I hope you enjoyed my petite papatage or chat with Sarah as much as I did. I will place links on the Little Bells Francophiles website. Subscribe on your favourite podcast platform or follow Little Bells Francophiles on Insta to be notified as soon as new episodes are available and to see the pics that accompany each episode. And together, we can stay connected to our fave destination, France. Au revoir, bonjour et à bientôt, mes amis.